fall into heresy is a worse defeat than any the battlefield offers. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Heresy Cast. As a little change from a normal, mixing it up. I'm going to be a host today, Chris, and I'm joined by two new people you don't know. So we've got Dave. Hi Hello. Jono. Hi. And um, we have just spent two days in Warhammer World, yeah. uh, playing some boarding patrol, uh, boarding actions, mm-hmm. uh, doing the Arcs of Omen stuff. Um, we're all like kind of getting back into 40k, so I thought, figured it could be an interesting uh, just chat, um, a bit freeform on what we've been doing. So we're going to have uh, breakfast muffins before we go back home and talk about our experiences. What, what, could, be, what could be better than bacon and 40k? Exactly. And then one glorious sandwich. Mm. Or muffin, perhaps. Yeah. That might be the way. A muffin of 40 <laughs> Love it. So I started playing 9th edition again after two editions off, I think I took. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got back in with Demons, transitioned to some Orcs, and I did um, some uh, Eandon Eldari mm-hmm. for uh, boarding actions. And I've been playing again for maybe maybe a year now. Well, how long have, did you take so, the break? Or? Yeah, so I mean, I'm, obviously I was, I was still working my workshop when sixth release. Um, and I played pretty consistently up to the release of seventh, or just before the release of seventh. I think there was a, was that 2017, if I remember correctly, give or take. With a little bunch of new Primaris. But anyway, I stopped just before that. Um, <clears throat> I got the Primaris box set, obviously, because shiny new toys. But I think I played about two games of 7th and 8th mm. all in. Um, and then was doing Toy Soldiers for ninth, just painting, enjoying it. And a friend of mine asked if I wanted to take part in a, um, a doubles tournament. Um, so I threw together a thousand points of painted Iron Hands. Um, had never played the game, turned up, played three rounds, didn't lose all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Managed to take all the rules changes in my stride, like, like negatives being back rather than just straight AP giving you save or no save, which I yeah. think a, a nice change and one that was much needed. I remember when it went away in third edition and I feel like mm-hmm. it was stupid, but then you mm-hmm. learned to live with it. Yeah. 100%. It was a massive, massive change, wasn't it? Um, yeah, brutal. And Jonna, this is what your first games in how long now? Uh, consistently, I would say I, I've not played 40k since 5th edition, which is many years ago, which I don't know when that is, but a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got back in the hobby side of it, probably around the pandemic lockdown time. <laughs> Weird. Because I needed something to do. Um, yeah, so I picked up some Space Marines, be Imperial Fists, found that yellow was still hard to paint, so I decided not to do Imperial Fists. <laughs> Came up with my own chapter instead, and just be working on that. And then revisiting Guard, potentially, Tau, potentially, but we'll cover that later, I guess. Yeah. So obviously we have Temp on the horizon, so um, I know I'm pretty excited to see just the line. I don't care about the actual game, just the line is fine. Uh, but no, 10th coming out soon. So we didn't want to do full 40k, so there was no point trying to build new armies. That's why I should give some preamble. Obviously, I'm friends with Dave and Jono from when I lived in the UK 10 years ago. 
we're coming back and we decided to book an Airbnb, have three days in Nottingham playing games, and we had to decide what to play. So that led us into not wanting to play full games of 40k because temp was coming out. But boarding patrol seemed like a, a decent kind of yeah. middle ground. And I think the important the other important thing to say there is like for me coming back to ninth, ninth is it's as far away from 40k as I can possibly imagine, while it's while still having the 40k name on it. And now with 10th coming out, the thought of actually learning how to play 9th properly, which I've still only played seven games. Yeah. Mm, not interested. It's definitely a resource management and like yeah. card game got you mechanic to 9th. There is, yeah. For, like, Having to know everyone's stratagems and exactly, how yeah, they're going to do you. Yeah, nothing worse than be like, haha, I've done, made this amazing tactical play and my opponent going, well, actually, I'm going to spend a CP and now you're dead. Oh, oh that feels great. And I, did, I'm, I don't know your codex intimately, so I, I didn't know that was coming. Yeah. Oh, well, I think that's why I quite like the idea of like, kind of the boarding patrol is that I only mm. need to know about three stratagems for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I need What's to know that you're going to tell me that you're going to use transhuman physiology. <laughs> and you need to know that my Wraith Guard are going to have lightning fast reflexes for some reason. And uh, we're all good. Yeah. Constructs moving super fast. Yeah. Who doesn't love the idea of um, scary death robot murder machines that are really fast? So, knowing that Boarding Patrol was obviously designed with an eye on 10th edition, one hope and dream I have is that 10th plays as quick as Boarding Patrol does scaled up. Because I think like we played the last game, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it must have been under an hour. Well, obviously the table was already set up. Yeah, and the lights kept going out, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were playing uh, Intro Dark, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, as the, the mission. Um, so we, we all played like a round robin of that mission. And um, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed I enjoyed my Eandon going, did I go on defeat or did you get me? I didn't get you. I oh, almost got you. Yeah. But John almost got me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I'm a winner. That's the podcast mm-hmm. over. I just wanted to record everyone acknowledging that. All oh, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, you are you are a winner. You are the greatest amongst us, Chris. We are. So, thoroughly um, enjoyable experience. One of the <laughs> things that we do on podcasts here is tangents. So just to introduce you to tangents, one of the uh, things I do when I'm running events in Calgary is if I feel like the uh, the scene's getting a little bit overly competitive, I have some cardboard build-your-own-trophies, and on the front of it, it's some giant yellow letters, you're a winner! Mm-hmm. And that's the only prize I give out to a winner, someone that starts getting hyper-competitive. <laughs> there you go, go and build yourself a trophy, get out. <laughs> and then we draft for the rest of the prizes. Oh, uh, just, um, no, there's nothing like a little bit of emasculation to just bring you right down. <laughs> yeah. My, my toy soldiers are better than your toy soldiers. <laughs> oh, but I'm not getting any satisfaction from that. Oh, uh, yeah. So the, that's the first tangent of the show. We're doing good. <laughs> I'm a little bit offended that you felt you had to introduce tangents to me, though. Listen, <laughs> some podcasts are down the, down the nose. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. And they get, they get emptied out. No, not here. We, we, we <laughs> follow it down, <laughs> down the rabbit hole. I do have one podcast which we try and keep on track. And I, I, I've had to edit two hours down into fitting a single hour. Um, but not this one. This no, one. Not this one. No. We, yeah. we aim for, well, when Ed's hosting, they aim to do an hour long show. This will probably be like 20 minutes, just kind of 
yeah. shooting the crap yeah. and some thoughts. Mm. Yeah. But just the speed at which uh, Border Patrols play, I really, really, really like. Mm. Like five turns, um, deployment and turn one are really important for positioning, mm. especially when Massively you've got important. two units of five, well, five Wraith Guard, five Wraith Blades, and a Spirit Seer. I was like, oh, I need to deploy well, or else the game's over. Yeah, I think at that point as well, though, it's like if you, even if you're a moderately fast unit, like six or even seven inches, like you could, you it, can't really get right around the board when there's doors and actions. And, no. So you do need to kind of. I am, uh, am going to say ahead a little bit. The Spirit City got to move quite a lot in our last game because I rolled um, really advanced high. rolls for um, the Strands of Fate. So having that uh, thirteen-inch move guaranteed was um, pretty nice. Yeah, that is pretty good. And when you didn't, you rolled a six anyway. So yeah, it didn't actually matter. Yeah, the so. one time I had to roll, I rolled a six for him. So you know, get wrapped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we did. I, I would rather <laughs> be lucky than good. Oh, that's and you don't have to be lucky when you know what the dice are before oh, you roll. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Go on. I can't wait for the other on the new edition, which I will say is one of the most fluff-worthy rules I think I've ever seen. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, in the intent, the spoilers are coming out, and Eldar have the ability to roll 12 dice before the start of the game, and then use those dice to sub in throughout the game. The Farseer can make one of them a six every turn. Um, so just that they're, they're, they're reading the runes and the, 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 the schemes of fate, and they've got that ability. I think that's it's a really fluffy, it's going to be horrible to play against, because you know, you know, your big play is going to be that hard countered by like, I've made my saves, yay! So, but so John will attest to this in that specialist games. We always used to joke about Eldar just took the rules, ignored them, and played a different game for everyone else. Oh, I remember Battlefield Gothic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and Epic Armageddon. Was and the Epic same. Armageddon, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of that coming to the core game. I, I, I mm. like the fact that Elder just gets to cheat more than all the game systems now. Mm. As an Elder player, yes, yeah, I can see how you'd like that. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> know. Uh, did you turn up to play Warhammer Forty Thousand? No, no, this is Elder Forty Thousand. I'm terribly sorry. Oh, you can play Warhammer Forty Thousand. Yeah. You can play checkers. I'll play chess. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that's harsh. I think. Everyone else has to play chess against the elders checkers. Oh, I'm just gonna do this. But yeah, so um we played two different missions and we just like hammered them a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I was pretty happy with um with well, just Wraith constructs being broken. It was good fun. Um, they are they, they do have all of the toys for boarding actions, don't they? They really they, they kinda they can be they can be objective secured. You can't be you're you're very likely to do multiple wounds to them. Yeah. Unless you've got damage three, but even then goes into damage two. Yeah, exactly. Because right. damage two, they're 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 getting wounds back every turn. Yeah. I had certain command points for that, you know. That's, oh wow. But then it was, it was the it was the having like one or two saves in the bank as well. Yeah, but so the turns uh, where I didn't roll sixes on the fate were the were rough ones. I felt so bad. It was horrible. Do we have to roll dice and pass saves? Roll some more saves. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Let, let me feel feel a little bit like a farseer as well, because now I can know I can see what I'm going to expect in games of actual war before it dies and works both ways. Um, that was cool. I'm glad because we were chatting about this on the drive down. Um, Dave actually sold me the 
uh, limited edition and and codex from I want to say sixth edition? sixth edition yeah um when I so moved to Canada um <laughs> I'd love to say it was like I sold it to him as well it wasn't well, talking about well, Dave can I have one of these yeah it's no process things through the till yeah <laughs> Dave was at the store as the manager when I wanted to order that and I never actually got the army started um so when I got to Canada I was busy with work and then I moved to Cold Lake and didn't really do 40k and it was um so it's nice to actually finally have done that project so mm-hmm. i'm i i said to him before i'm not sorry i don't normally like to have that army that feels bad to play against not today mm. today i'm quite happy i think i don't know like and yesterday and the day before <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know i don't know if it was really a feels bad to play i think it was the that's the potential the, 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 there's a, yeah i mean i think the for the unwary like, oh, you've only got 11 models. Oh, God, where's my army gone? <laughs> um, you know, but so yeah. you after I shoot you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I would have liked to have seen how they would have done against the guard. Unfortunately, we didn't get that game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're, uh, I've lost lost the track of where I was no, going. I'm out time. I, I think the, the guard might have been a struggle because I had the axes on the wraith blades, so they're high strength. Do you let me deal with your Bulgrins? But it would have been more difficult to churn through the guard quick enough. Yeah, yeah. Like, John almost had me when we played, because you just focus on the objectives, but you got one unlucky darkness roll, mm-hmm. which left you out of yeah. position. Um, yeah, you were just marched through unimpeded. It was like, oh, okay. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, the more I play boarding patrol, the more I wish that I'd taken the stratagem to let me open the door and go through it in the same turn. Yep. Because yeah. I think that's Every a time. game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all had that point moving up to a door and going, oh. Especially with the combat specialized mm-hmm. units where like yeah. you, you've got to you move and you're just short of it, so you can't do the action. Yeah. So then you've got to move up next turn. Let's see, like you've three turns into a game. Yeah, yeah. And you've done nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Elevator, old music that's playing. Kind of yeah. It's just like, do, do, do. Yeah, so that's kind of why I got to the point where I was like, see if I just take a run action, mm-hmm. it'd probably be quicker to just run around. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> was a really nice table for it. The mission um, for Intro Dark was really good yeah. because it was very open. The word doors, having watched Dave and Jono's game of that mission, I was like, oh, there's. There's a door here which gives me access to both objectives. So I'm going to waste a turn opening it. And that did pay off because it let me charge back Just, through yeah. the door to get your um, your blade guard, mm. um, which pushed them off the objective and let me not lose. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty important yeah. for that um, whole not losing thing. But that's the only time in the two days we played where I opened a door. Yeah. Uh, I felt like playing that first mission those side corridors are a mm-hmm. trap. No, in fact, yeah, I opened the door to get out. Yeah, well, yeah, because you have to open yeah. the door to come out of there. But, yeah, yeah, but if yeah. you continue down those corridors where it's door into door into door, yeah, you just like, nope, this isn't going to happen. Yeah, it's so just I said, like, unless you've got mm-hmm. the ability to open it, then move, then yeah. you just lose so much time. It does yeah. make me wish I played World Eaters. What door? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I almost signed up World Eaters for, for coming down today, but um, unfortunately, they were out of stock. No. Oh. So you were running um, 
Marie, what's your chapter? Uh, it's the Sons of the Phoenix. Sons of the Phoenix. Uh, and you had guard as well? Yes. Uh, Funny story. My the, the white and gold marines that I did back in 10, 11, 12 years ago, 13 years, those marines, they were also called Sons of the Phoenix. But they were my own homebrew chapter. Okay. And then when I was looking for something different from my iron hands to do, because like painting black just gets a little bit much after a while. Uh, I found that somebody had actually done like background and uh, I, there was still white and gold, but I had the, the pink arm. And uh, oh, these are really cool. I'm totally going to do these. Yeah. And, and I, I totally like reckon that somebody saw my army at Warhammer World and was inspired to uh, fill in the fluff and do a little bit of a better color scheme. So I'm totally taking credit for Sons of the Phoenix as they as they stand just now. Yeah. So if you don't like them, it's my fault. Good. Your, your fault. That's fair. Yeah, um, John, you played an Imperial Fist successor. What was your chapter? Uh, it's my homebrew chapter, The Castlelands of Luria. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, you just can follow on Instagram, I believe. Yes, you yeah. can do. <laughs> Name the same, Castlelands underscore of underscore Luria, I'm pretty sure it is. I'll, um, I'll put it linked in the show notes. Onwards to Instagram. <laughs> Let's have a quick nosy. Um, yeah, so the, they are an Imperial Fist successor chapter because apparently I don't like winning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Much like the Imperial Fist. What, what, is, what is the weakest space rings? But yeah, it was, um, it was custom chapter, so both Fusilades and the Four Winds of Rage, which I apparently somehow forgot for the entire first game. Yeah. And then most of the second most as well. Of the second game, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so day two, when I remembered the rules, uh, things went a little bit better. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, I was shocked and appalled to actually read my stratagems and I thought, oh, this is just exactly my army. Oh, this oh, is that just was, exactly that was, my That was an old goal on my part when I said, <laughs> right, Chris, I'm just going to remind you of this, these stratagems so that when I uh, explain to you what I'm on about, and he was like, well, I'll do the same. And then he was like, oh, I, I have more stratagems I can use. Oh, thanks for that. I was I was definitely getting flashbacks of Alessio Cavatori's Vampire Counts book. If you remember the, the list, the army list was just beautifully beautifully written. Like vampires were ridiculous, but there were drawbacks from the troops and like, oh wow, this is this is really balanced. It's really cool. Then you got the magic item pages, and the magic items were just two pages of, and you ignore that drawback and that drawback and that drawback and that drawback's not as important. And you just yeah, this one doesn't even exist anymore. And you're like, wow. <laughs> uh, don't let me talk about this game an unreliable rule. I because I will <laughs> for a long time. The what the reliable rule? <laughs> yeah, the unreliable. The, the, the reliable rule. Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's for another. Podcast. Yeah. Remem- yeah. Remembering Warhammer as it was. Well, we, we just don't talk about Skaven, especially not, not yeah. Bells and We Pegasus. don't talk we don't about Skaven or Pegasus. Pegasus? Yeah. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Paul. Bomb. Oh, I think I've told that story many times sneaking out to buy the Pegasus and then and just running away. There's no sneaking out. You were like, Right, we need to be at 10 a.m. We have to pay this all so that I can buy a Bretonian Pegasus Knight and an Empire Captain, convert it, yeah. get it. So I had to build it, undercoat it, and put some paint on it so it looked like I'd had it for a while. Mm-hmm. And then Paul ran a bell turn when we ran off. Rule 13 on <laughs> turn one. Dong! Yep. Oh, that was nice. awesome. Anyway, body kit podcast after all. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Warhammer doesn't exist anymore. We'll so, yeah. so, soon, soon. soon. Question for you. So, if you were to do a new boarding patrol force, what would you go for? I've, 
I am tempted by world eaters just because just that mobility that it allows to chop through doors just seems good. Like I feel like it opens up a lot of doors. What bus? <laughs> <laughs> doors, skulls, arteries. Yeah. Well, this goes on. Yeah. Endless possibilities. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the yeah. One of the nice things, I mean, just from a for the for a boarding actions force is because they've set the scene of this giant space hulk, it's an amalgamation of so many different ships and stuff, you've got vast amounts of fluff for pretty much every force that you can think of to actually be present. Yeah. And I, I quite like that I quite like the fluff over the rules, which is why I'm terrible at the game. Um like, look at my fluffy army, oh every died. <laughs> Onwards guardsmen. Um, into the meat grinder. <laughs> yeah, but but there is something very compelling about you know the the, the kind of the eerie silence you would expect in the Space Hulk, you know, and then in the dark, all yours. Oh, you know, sparks flying, a door explodes in front of you. You're like, well, <laughs> and they get to take flash hounds. They do get to take flash hounds. hounds. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, sense. that could be. Would you do them white or would you do them red? Red. Yeah. I think I would embrace the eightfold path and go all in. Yeah. For sure. So, for sure. John Blanche, Red and Ross. We, we, uh, we already know the answer to Jono's question for Jono is just all of them. Are you <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Astro Militellum? I don't know. No, as I said to you yesterday, I think I got to a point of like decision paralysis. Yeah. And I was like, well, I have too many ideas and I'm like, what did what to do first sort of thing. So yeah. um yeah. I quite like like Dave said about kind of background and theme and stuff. I do like I kind of have like an Imperial Navy boarding team, which again will hark back to my old Battlefleet Gothic fleet sort of thing. Yeah. I feel it's all mm-hmm. kind of tied together. And you're like, yeah. that's kind of cool. And then yeah, the Tau already at some Tau, got a few new Tau. Which is nice. Um, and again, that's easy kind of five mm. point forces. So kind of what we were talking about as well the other day was like just mixed up the a bit of hobby variety as well, isn't it? It's like, well, you know what, I'll need to do like two or three squads for that, two or three yeah. squads for that. And you know what? It's a that whole variety of space of life thing, isn't it? You're not yeah. you're repeating the same thing for ever and ever and ever. So you'd be like a bit of a palate cleanser, you know, because obviously yeah. with tenth coming out and the new box coming out, like my various Primaris armies are going to have bits of each one added. I'm, I'm very, very close to starting another Primaris list because, you know, who doesn't love having multiple armies and saying, they're all differently themed, like, you know. Um, but being able to go, you know what, I've always fancied an Orc army, so that war boss... Squigger Saul. <laughs> you can't have one of them. I know, that's why actions. I didn't do Orcs of One. But the, 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 the Meganob uh, war boss... With a two-handed axe and this the, nice the Gretchen on the top with the, the stubber. Yeah. <clears throat> Love that model. So yeah. that, a box of mega knobs, some boys, some looters, paint them all up as death skulls. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's like, yeah, it looks cool and it's yeah, and I get to play some games with it. Yeah. It's it gives me a little bit of a break. And you know what? If I'm like, if I actually discover, oh, you know what? I'm loving painting these guys. I'll I'll maybe expand that out to a larger force. And ironically, it fits on a Kallax shelf as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Body Patrol fits on Kallax. Pass. We'll do that. Um, but yeah, I, I've 
I'm really happy that it's supposed to stay around for 10th edition. I want to see what the rules are. And obviously, like, with Combat Patrol being relatively restrictive, I'm mm -hmm. hoping that it'd be, you keep the openness of list building for boarding actions, mm -hmm. that that can still be a solid game mode because I've yeah. got the terrain now. So Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, there'll def definitely, be, definitely be more games of it. Um, mm -hmm both when we come to visit and when you come back. And I think um, John and I are probably going to yeah. have have some form of uh, scenery going on so that we can, we can play Stonehaven's more. Stonehaven's like halfway between. Stonehaven is exactly yeah. halfway. It's not how exactly it is, but it's, it's close enough. It's maybe, close enough. Maybe Breakin. <laughs> maybe Breakin. <laughs> what yeah. if I'm playing football on a day? Go Breakin. Oh, man. Have you played the new football manager? I've really not played since 2019. Because um, once they're up, he'll struggle. Once. Right. If I wanted that, I'd find my Twiggin. Twiggin, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what's your wage budget? None. Yeah, <laughs> minus 500,000 pounds a week. How oh, many players do I need to sell? Oh, oh no. All the good ones. Um, yeah, any closing thoughts before we, uh, we wrap up? I'm really excited for 40k for the first time in many years. Seventh, I wasn't really playing. <clears throat> Eighth, I still wasn't playing. Ninth, I think all my hobby stuff was locked away, I covered, and I was like, I bought the box because like, I'm going to have a box, I need to have the shiny things, foam was real. Um, but I'm back to being really very excited about the new release and the, the opportunities for, for games and painting and spending money on toy soldiers that will sit in the pile of shame for years, <laughs> um, despite my best intentions. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, no, I think it's, it's good to actually get a game and roll some dice for the first time in a long time. And yeah, for me, it's maybe a case of, yeah, I do actually want to have a few little projects on the go. So mm -hmm. be good to see where I get to by July and we can maybe have a follow-up podcast. Oh. Um, when oh, get spoilers. Get Dave on Discord. Get yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, either that or I could just come over to Canada. How much are flights these days? I've got, I've got like a $500 credit with Delta. I don't think you can fly the, you have to fly somewhere else and then I can... Yeah, yeah it's a good thing to something. Well, it'll be great. But yeah, no, like plan is by July, I'll probably do one of my new ideas, which I think I've got currently three in my head. So if I try get one of them done in the next couple of months, we, we can play some games with something different and hopefully you'll have something other than Wraithguard. Well, as I said, I've already finished. I have um, my Noble Demons, which won't be any better. No. Because, you know, why, why would they be? <laughs> um, and I'd have more of those because they're cheaper. Just play those all the way down. All the way down. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that'll be it. We'll wrap it up there. About 25 minutes is a nice short show. So thanks, everyone, and we'll see you again next time. Cheers. Cheers, Ryan. On duty, honorably discharged.